it's time for the only show that doesn't care about ratings, Witness Radio, with your host, Ryan Muniak. Thanks for listening to the only show that doesn't care about ratings, because our sole purpose is to save souls. On purpose. WitnessTalkRadio.org is the place to go for more episodes and to connect with one of our many syndication partners. In John chapter 4, Jesus had a conversation with the woman at the well. He began the conversation in the natural realm, speaking about water. Moments later, Jesus used that topic of water to springboard into a spiritual conversation. Do you think you could do what Jesus did? Are you able to transition from any topic into a spiritual discussion? Well, with practice, I think anyone can do this, and that's the premise behind the transition game. I enjoy playing this game with my friends and church family because it prepares me to always be ready to give an answer for the hope that lies within me. Here's an example of the transition game from Ohio Fire. You're listening to Witness Radio. Ryan and Ricky, come on up here. So, so Ryan has Witness Radio, if you're not familiar with that. He's also the uh, state rep for, um, yep. for Living Waters. Uh, Going up on the stage, Ricky guys. Gantz is, um, Ricky Gantz is with G220 Radio. You, should, you really should have, in your podcast, you should have Bible Thumping Wingnut, G220, Witness Radio. I'm not saying that if you don't have that in your podcasts, that you need to be listening to those to go to heaven, but why take the chance? Um, actually, actually, you know what? There was something that came up this morning. I, I, got, I, I, did, I, I was on Facebook this morning on, on Ricky Gantz's page. I got to look at this now. Oh, oh. It Ricky, wasn't, during Matt's inter, wasn't during Matt's talk, was it? Uh, n- no, okay. no, it wouldn't be during Matt's talk. But it was something with me with a pink shirt. I don't know, you probably can't see it. I'm with a pink shirt, Ken with a cowboy hat looking at his phone. And, and Ricky did what he always does. He, says, he has a caption this contest. Be friends with Ricky on Facebook. He's, he, every day is like, caption this. I take his, whatever he does and say, okay, let's transition that to the gospel. Nobody commented on Matt's face. Did you see Matt's face during that? That was classic. He's like, um, but you guys know what you're going to be doing, don't you? Oh, yeah. So, one of the, the things, and, and, they, and they're up here because, well, both of them have given me things to transition on Facebook, and so this is going to be my turn to have fun back. So, what is, what is this game? We, we call this the spiritual transition game. How many of you guys are familiar with the spiritual transition game? Okay, one reason to watch the Striving for Eternity Academy live is because you get to go in the chat room and give me the most insane things that I have no prep for to share Whatever you give me, and I have to transition to the gospel. I have had some pretty crazy things. And now we start on the YouTube channel. You'll see some of those things because we record it. And there is no prep for them. So the way this works, (laughs) I do get nervous with Ryan standing behind me. So The way this works, and this is a game, how many of you wish that you could have more gospel conversations? How many of you made the prayer, you just said, Lord, please bring a gospel encounter my way today? Okay, good. Play this game often and you will never pray that again. 
Because the purpose of this game is to, to help you make every encounter a gospel conversation if you want it to be. Can you transition from anything to the gospel? My answer is yes with practice. So we created a game because I'm kind of silly. So the game goes this way. Basically, and you can, you, we've made it so it's a, there's an easy way and a hard way. I'll be easy. We'll see if they're easy. So <laughs> the, it, the way you play, it's great for youth groups. You, you call out a person, like I'll, I'll call out maybe Ricky or Ryan, and I'm going to give them something, and I'm going to tell them that they have to transition from whatever I give them to either a spiritual message, that's the easy way because that's pretty broad, or specifically to the gospel. And they're going to have to transition from whatever is given to either a spiritual message or a gospel message. Now, the first time you play this, it takes a while. And, it's, it, you're gonna, you're gonna, and so the reason we now do this, Michael has, has us do this before lunch, so that you guys could practice this during lunch. You're all going to come up with a different thing. And so it's fun to go around and see what everyone else thought of. But give time, because everyone's going to take time to think of things. I mean, can you get to a gospel message from that little plastic piece that covers a, the, the, the shoelaces. Aglet. What is it called again? Aglet. Aglet, yeah. I had to transition from an aglet to the gospel in one minute. Could you do that? The, the reality of what happens is, the reason this is so neat is, when you're sitting there, you're witnessing someone, you ever have, okay, I evangelize in New York and an ambulance goes by, what, is it, what does the guy do? I just turn and say, you know, I'm trying to be uh, and like that ambulance in your life. That siren that you're hearing, giving you a warning that there's something important. That's what I am here in your life. I am giving you a siren that a judgment is coming. What did I just do? I took exactly what he's just got his attention and brought it right back to the conversation. I've done that so many times that now it just comes out by habit. The nice thing is sometimes you're talking about useless debate issues and that just brings us right back to judgment. Uh, my pastor is the one who taught me this. He, he was so good at this, and I tell us all the time, but we used to run a seven-day advanced building, and I had a fruit bat problem, and during one of his sermons, they, my pastor was so quick with this that there was a fruit bat that came out of nowhere and just circled, was circling the auditorium. What do you think every single person in the auditorium was doing? Watching the bat. Immediately, he took that bat and turned it into an illustration for the point that he was just making. I had three people after service come up to me and ask me if I released the bat. They never questioned that it could have been that he transitioned. They thought it was a planned thing. And I'm like, no, we don't plan to release bats in church services. Unless it's Andrew. <laughs> so, do you guys want to go first or you want to give me something first? All right, Ryan, you, you're going to be more torturous to me. I will, I, I'm going to give you guys your object so you have time to think about it, and I'm going to let you give me something. All right, so both of you do a spiritual message. Um, Ricky, for you, I would like you to get transition from, from that monitor back there, that amplifying monitor, to a spiritual conversation. Ryan, oh no, you're, you're going to give me something. Ryan, you are going to have to transition from that music stand there to a spiritual conversation. Okay. And you're going to have time to think about it because I'm going to have to transition from whatever you're going to give me. So, Transition <laughs> from this to the gospel. And I'll, I say the gospel because 
I'm going to shoot myself in the foot here. Even though the transitioning just to the spiritual is the easier route, you can't get saved by sharing the spiritual message with someone. <laughs> That's right. So I'm shooting myself in the foot here. We've we got to do gospel preaching. Well, it, it is, but when you're, when you're dealing with other believers in counseling, it does help to be able to transition as well. Of course. So, so it does go the way. So I have to transition from this water cap to the gospel. Yes. All right. So we do, we do enjoy plastic. Well, okay, environmentalists don't. That aside. Um, I mean, because we used to have these heavy, you know, metal caps on, on glass bottles, and they're heavy. So we do appreciate the lighter technology of, of plastic. But this is a, a big problem that we have. Because in this area, some of the environmentalists are actually right. You see, as much as we would like having all this cool, lightweight plastic, and it's helpful in a lot of ways, and it's the latest and best technology, I mean, they're even starting to make these caps thinner. If you look this way, they're now thinner, and they're smaller because we don't want, we want to be more you know, environmentally friendly. But the reality is, is that as, as cool as the technology is, the reality is, is that, well, the plastic is harmful. If you, if you take the water bottle and you put water in it, you heat it up and cool it down, it, it actually creates toxins that you drink and put those toxins into your body. And, and the plastic, if you burn it, it creates a toxin that, that is poisonous. And, and they don't really you know, decay like garbage would, and so it ends up just filling landfills and becoming more toxic. You know, that's exactly the way that we end up seeing ourselves. Maybe you never thought of it this way, but you see, we think that we're the latest and greatest. We got the coolest technology. We are smarter than the caveman. I mean, Geico's got nothing on, on us, you know. And so we're the latest and the best technology. And yet, we're filled with toxic material that kills. You see, we have a thing within us called sin, and we try to cover it up and hide it, but it's toxic. And though we may think we're the latest and greatest and we're smarter than any person that's ever come before us, we got the same problem as the cavemen. There were cavemen, you know. Lot lived in a cave. And so, you know, but we might think we're the smartest, but the reality is we have the same toxic problem that they had. It's a sin problem. And the only way to have that taken care of is at the foot of the cross with Jesus Christ. You want me to give you something from me? No, 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 no. You got you to transition. Oh, Do the transition. transition yeah. Okay. Are, are you ready or you want me to go? No, go ahead. <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> I've got to transition this musical thing here. So we got this music stand. And typically people are real worried, real focused on, on their notes or, or their music uh, sheet or maybe their Bible that they put on top of here. They're worried about what goes on top. But what I want to have you think about is what's down here? Because you see, it doesn't matter what's up here if this is not on solid ground. Mm-hmm. Because you put this on top of a big bowl of jello, it's going to fall over. Okay? It doesn't matter how firm you got something up here, it matters what's at the foundation. What are you planted on? Are you planted on sand? 
Or are you planted on solid rock? And there's only one solid rock that you can be planted on, and that's Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. There is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Plant yourself on the firm rock, the firm foundation of Jesus Christ, the one who died on the cross and rose again on the third day according to the scriptures. Examine yourself. See if you have disobeyed God, dishonored God, whether it's lying or stealing or looking with lust or hating, which is the same as murder. Anything. We've all sinned against God. The Bible says there are none good. There are none who are righteous. But thanks to God who provided that rock that we can stand on and we can be saved from the fires of hell if we repent of our sins, turn away from our sinful nature and put our trust in that solid rock of Jesus Christ and him alone. See, now I don't know what you guys are thinking of. I, I actually, I thought he was, I thought he was going to talk about the, the structure, this right here, this, you know, like he was going to say, if it's not, if it's not, you know, well-equipped, it'll you know, collapse on you, your notes will go everywhere, and your, things will be a mess. See, I had a totally different way of thinking he was, that I would have, was going to transition when he started that. And that's the thing, you go around, you're going to hear everyone has different, different ideas. And by the way, he, he takes pictures and videos at, at different, like, what was, it wasn't, it was crazy cars, and he, he, he puts them out on the internet and says, and then tags me and says, okay, transition this, like these people dressed in these costumes playing ice hockey, I, you know, and he's like, He's like, transition this, Andrew. Now, how can you not? Because now he's calling you out publicly. So now you want me to transition to speaker. Okay, I, really, I really do love speakers because I like to listen to music really loud. So I enjoy speakers and I, and I enjoy listening to, to rap music, Christian rap music and stuff oh, like man. that. And, but see, when my grandma, right, but when my grandma back there is driving, um, it's really, really bad because of her driving. She can't really focus well. And so we can't really turn the music up too much because she's already swerving and bobbing and weaving that, across your, the road. your grandmother. Not technically, but hey, grandma. And, um, and so, no. And so, so. You know, when you turn that music up, you got to focus on that driving because that speakers, you know, is pumping out that loud music. And you got to be careful because at any time, things can happen. You know, people get into accidents every day. Uh, anything can happen. And so that's why we need to be right with God. We need to know the one who can save us because the Bible says it's appointed unto man once to die. We don't know when that time is. You know, and it's not because we listen to loud music, but we don't know when God is going to call us at that time. And so it's important to be right with God. It's important to know that Jesus Christ came. He died on the cross. He, he laid down his life. He willfully went to that cross. He laid it down. No man taketh his life, but he lay it down and died on that cross so that we can have salvation if we put our faith and trust in him. Amen. And it's only through him and him alone. Amen. So real quick, one minute. Can it be a fire conference that isn't dopey and heretical? You betcha. In New Jersey, no less. Tom's River specifically. Check out Jersey Fire. Who is going to be at this great evangelistic equipping conference? None other than Dan Phillips from Pyromaniacs, Carl Kirby Jr., Andrew Rappaport, all equipping you at the great Jersey Fire conference. Find out more now at jerseyfire.org. Mm-hmm. 
Imagine Jesus walking onto your local college campus. What would he say? Would he be like Matthew chapter 9, seeing the people rast and helpless like sheep without a shepherd? And say, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. At Christian Collegiate Network, we are sending workers into the harvest. We are training students how to proclaim the glorious gospel, not only in the way that they live their lives, but how to speak to the campus community about the gospel. If you want to support our ministry at Christian Collegiate Network by becoming a campus leader or financially, go to changeyourcampus.com. Christian Collegiate Network, changeyourcampus.com. Ratings. We don't need no stupid ratings. You're listening to Witness Radio with Ryan Muriak. (coughs) But we like Ryan. (coughs) We do! Just go to witnesstalkradio.org. In case you're wondering what Andrew was talking about during that clip, here's my challenge and his response to the mascot broomball transition challenge. Alright, this is Brian Muniak with ChangerCampus.com. I'm here at the 2015 mascot broomball game in Cincinnati, Ohio, and I have a challenge. Uh, I'm specifically calling out Andrew Rappaport, but anybody can uh, accept the challenge. You have 24 hours to transition mascot broomball to the gospel, into a gospel presentation. How would you do that? How would you transition mascots playing broomball into a gospel presentation. You have 24 hours to accept the challenge and to reply. Thank you so much. My name is Ryan Muniak. I'm with ChangeYourCampus.com. Well, I have been challenged to see if I could transition from the Cincinnati mascot broomball game to the gospel. I accept your challenge. And here we go. If you watch this game, the Cincinnati mascot broomball game, you will see a couple things. One, you will see that we will do almost anything to entertain ourselves. Most people will do almost anything to entertain ourselves because we try to avoid thinking of real life and death issues. Things that we know we can't avoid, but we want to pretend like they don't exist. And we will use any form of entertainment to try to pretend like we are not guilty before a holy God and going to face that God on Judgment Day. We know 100% sure that we are going to die. We all know God exists, though some of us suppress that. And we know that And we want to not think about it. That's why people plan for everything in life. Careers, retirement, family, everything. But most people don't want to think about what happens after they die. They'll even plan their funeral. But they won't prepare for what happens a second after they die. That judgment. That's how I would transition from that game to the gospel. The Martyreo Academy is fast approaching. In fact, you have less than two weeks left to buy your tickets. Available at witnesstalkradio.org. Now, not only will you get trained in evangelism, apologetics, and theology, but you'll also get free stuff. We're giving away free DVDs, free tracks, free CDs, free books, and most importantly, free food. 
Don't miss out on the Martoreo Academy. Visit witnesstalkradio.org to register before all the spots are gone. If you want to grow in your understanding of God's Word and learn to study the Bible for yourself, join Pastor Andrew Rappaport as he teaches each week from the Word of God. The teaching is free through the Internet, but paid students receive a syllabus for each course with extra study materials. The cost is only $50 per year with special pricing for church groups. And you get to choose from the School of Biblical Hermeneutics or the School of Systematic Theology. Sign up today for Striving for Eternity Academy. Details at strivingforeternity.org. Now, to show you just how easy the transition game can be, I asked people on our Facebook page if they could transition from the NBA Finals to the Gospel. The following are some of their responses. In a conversation with another person about the NBA Finals, how would I transition from the NBA Finals to the Gospel? I think that I would ask them that the team that lost the championship after the championship has ended, is there anything that the losing team could do to change the outcome? Any way that they could make themselves the winners instead of the losers? And when the other person admitted that there's nothing they could do to change the outcome, I would remind them that the same thing is true with life, with this life that after we die, there's no way to change our destiny. Where we spend eternity depends upon the choice we make regarding Jesus Christ in this lifetime. It is appointed unto man once to die, and after that, the judgment. And so hopefully it would help them think. The NBA Finals, the culmination of the two most powerful teams battled out for supremacy. The loser is vanquished, and the winner is exalted. The winner stands on a podium in triumph, and the best player will usually hold up the trophy or crown to represent those whom he gave his all for. The others take turns holding the prize, identifying with him, all claiming victory. Well, there was another person who also participated in the most important battle ever, the battle for the soul. His name was Jesus Christ. God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross for all who've broken God's law, the Ten Commandments. Christ came to redeem man from the curse of the law by being made a curse for us. He paid the penalty for the crime that we committed, took our punishment to satisfy the demands of justice that was due us. He died on the cross, but rose on the third day in triumph. Death has been vanquished, and Christ now holds up a crown of victory. And all who will repent and place their faith in him for the forgiveness of sins will also triumph, reign with him, and receive the gift of eternal life. The Bible says it this way, The wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ. That's Romans 6.24. Romans 5.8 God commended his love for us, in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. For there is no other name under heaven, whereby men must be saved, Acts 4.12. Jesus said, I give unto thee eternal life, and they shall never perish, John 10.28. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you shall be saved, 
Acts 16.31. Again, repent, turn from sin, and place your trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sin. And he will give you the free gift of eternal life. John 6.37 says, All that the Father gives to me shall come to me, and whoever comes to me I shall never cast out. Place your trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins, and you can stand on that podium of victory with him also. Amen. There are so many people who have been walking around lately asking, who's going to win the NBA Finals? But in a few months, we're not even going to be thinking about that stuff. I mean, it's, we're going to forget all about it. It will have no lasting impact on us. So rather than asking who's going to win the NBA Finals, we should be asking ourselves, where am I going to spend eternity when I die? And am I good enough to go to heaven? And this should lead us to think about what kind of lives we've led. Have we lied, stolen, looked with lust? Have we loved God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength as Scripture is commanded? And if we're honest with ourselves, the answer is no, we're not good enough to go to heaven. And that should cause some serious self-examination. We should be seeking to get right with God while we're, we still can. And I mean, thinking about this, these sorts of questions, it, it does have a greater impact on us. Not just on our lives, which it does, but our eternal destiny is founded on how we answer those questions, how we respond to that, and how we respond to the knowledge of our sinfulness and what God has done on our behalf. Now, what is it about the NBA Finals that people like so much? I mean, millions of people are going to tune in and watch these games, maybe listen to them on the radio, uh, and many people will actually buy tickets. They'll spend money, they'll travel, they'll take time out of their lives uh, to go and, and watch these games live. And I think the thing that we like about it so much is that these are people who have trained their bodies to do something exceptional. They've trained their bodies to be able to do what we cannot do. And so we enjoy watching them do uh, the extraordinary, the, the pushing their bodies beyond the limits that we have pushed ours. Um, but there is something far more extraordinary than basketball, than sports, than athletics, than than what these men accomplish. And it's what Jesus Christ accomplished on the cross. He literally took the sin of the world, all of it, all of the sin of his people upon himself. And he agonized and he suffered and he died to pay for that sin. And that's unfathomable, what he did, what that man did. And not only did he do that, but he rose himself from the dead. Now, Michael Jordan cannot and will not do that. LeBron James cannot and will not do that. But Jesus Christ did do that. And Jesus Christ, um, by doing so, has made it possible to raise you with him in newness of life. Notice I said that it doesn't make it possible for you to raise yourself. But he can raise you, repent of your sins, and believe that when he died, he died in your place. And when he rose, he rose on your behalf. 
cannibalism is okay as long as you're not actually hurting somebody. Wouldn't eating someone hurt them? I'm trying to do the best I can. There's only one way to have your sins forgiven. As born-again Christians, part of our duty is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or have never witnessed before, Witness Radio has something for you. Tune in next time to strengthen your faith and learn how to defend it. Go to witnesstalkradio.org. That's witnesstalkradio.org. Questions. There's a lot of those flying around, and chances are you've got a few of your own. To make things worse, it seems you can't make a move without bumping into others with the same questions. In this scientific age that supposedly disproved the Bible, it's hard to know what to believe. Wouldn't it be nice if you could find solid scientific and biblical answers? That's exactly what you can expect from Answers in Genesis. Not only that, we have something for everyone, from kids to adults. Whether it's conferences, the website, radio, books, DVDs, curriculum for the Answers magazine, the goal remains the same, to give you answers from the Bible and science beginning in Genesis. As a matter of fact, we're so dedicated to these answers, we built a 70,000 square foot creation museum to point you in one direction. To show why the Bible's history and gospel based in that history is true. The Bible's history will come to life as you encounter 160 exhibits, theaters, and a breathtaking planetarium. So, if you find yourself searching for answers in today's skeptical world, check us out and prepare to believe. Thanks to everyone that made submissions, including Bill, Cliff, Elaine, and Jake, the ones that I used on the air. Think you would have done it differently? Let me know about it on our Facebook page or at witnesstalkradio.org. Until next time, the fields are ripe for the harvest. So what are you waiting for? Get out there and share your faith. May God bless you. Witness Radio has been brought to you by the Muniac family.